Praise God. Today we want to talk about God's plan for your life. Everybody say, God has a plan. And God never says, uh oh. Uh, God never says, well, what happened? God always knows what happened, and He always knows there's still a plan. Hallelujah. So God has a plan no matter what happened yesterday, what happened last week, what happened last year, what happened the last two years. Praise God. God still has a plan. How many are glad God has a plan? Amen. And he has a plan for you. And if you messed up, God still has a plan. How many are glad God still has a plan? If you took the wrong direction, God still has a plan. God still has a plan for you to get on the right path. And all his plans are good. I said all his plans are good. And they're for our good. And for the good of others. Praise the Lord. So we're going to look at Isaiah 43, verse 18. And it says, Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. So really, it's important for us to be able to forget about the past. By his grace, praise the Lord. Now, if we look back at the good things and thank God for them, but you can't live in the past still, right? But the negative things, the things that have went wrong, or the, your sin, or we went through that some last week, thank God, God's grace is on us. He forgave us. He forgot about it. Amen. Amen. Right? We saw that in the word. He says he does not remember. Praise the Lord. So if he didn't remember God's grace, we believe on us to forget about it. And we might look back to be thankful, but not for condemnation's sake. Right? Now, sometimes we go through a process and we're still... In process sometimes. But God is encouraging us to remember not the former things, neither consider the things of old. He said, behold, I will do a new thing. So God has something planned that's in front of you. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. When is it going to spring forth? Now. Well, now, of course, is to them, but it's to us. We should be expecting some now things or some things that are coming up real soon. Amen. So he says, behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Well, in Las Vegas, we already have trees budding. I do in my yard, do you? So what's happening? Spring is coming. We got some rain, got some trees budding. That's a good thing. Something new is going to happen. Something new is happening. Praise the Lord. He said, it will spring forth. It will spring forth. It's coming forward. 
And when it says spring forth, it's like it's... When something springs forth, it just comes. And it happens to be God's power that's making it happen. Praise God. God gives us breath to breathe. He gives us atmosphere and everything that we have here. It all, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And they that dwell therein, God created all things. And he created us. And he created all men, all mankind, right? So he said, behold, it will spring forth. It's coming. Somebody, somebody say, I have some expectation. Something good. <laughs> I said, something good is going to happen to you. Listen, if God's in it, something good is going to happen to you. I said, if God's in it, something good is going to happen to you. You say, something bad happened. Well, I understand that more than I understood it before. But I tell you this, God is still good. Amen? And God has an, uh, has an amazing plan when we don't know what to do. We don't even know where to turn. God is our help, and he is our hope, and he is our strength, and he is our wisdom, and he is our understanding, and he is our knowledge, and he is our light, and he is our strength. Hallelujah. He's everything. Praise God. And we can list and list and list and list. The list is endless. Hallelujah. Praise God. So God has a plan, and he said, it's going to spring forth. And shall you not know it? Well, if you didn't know it before, you're going to know it when it shows up. Some things God shows you before it happens. Some things just happen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. My daughter, Ashley, is pregnant. It just happened. <laughs> There's cooperation, of course, but it happens. <laughs> Hallelujah. There's human cooperation with God. Yes. Praise God. Yes. But many of you know our story. Vicki and I, we, we didn't have a, a child for eight years. And doctors gave us no hope. No hope. Things were very different back then. But no hope. But God. We kept believing, and God showed up one day. Hallelujah. Wasn't like he wasn't there, but you understand he showed up with his power, and something, whatever he had to do, he made it happen, and we had a baby. And we had Ashley. Now she's going to have a baby. Hallelujah. And God is good. So that's like a double miracle here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It took a miracle in order to her, for her to have a baby. Hallelujah. Because if we didn't have a baby, she wouldn't have a baby. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's why I said it's a double miracle. Hallelujah. Shall it not spring forth? Now it shall spring forth, shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. 
So God says, I'll make a way in the wilderness, rivers in the desert, and God has, has done it in the scripture. He made water come out of a rock. When they didn't have water in the, de- in the wilderness, God made water come out of a rock. And the New Testament, it says that they drank of that rock, and that rock was Christ. <laughs> so he didn't just show up when, <laughs> when he was born uh, of Mary. He didn't just show up then. He's been around. In other words, Jesus is God. Hallelujah. And so he was, he was doing things back there in the Old Testament as well as now. As well. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. Amen. He was, he is, and he will forever be. Praise God. So that, that rock that they drank from was Christ. God made water come out of a rock. He made a way in the wilderness. He opened the Red Sea. He calls him to cross the Jordan River. He calls the walls of Jericho to fall down flat. So the only thing I can figure when you go to Israel and you go to the place where Jericho was and the walls were there, they're, they're underneath soil, so they had to dig to ex- excavate. So uh, those walls are intact. He made the walls fall down flat. If he didn't push them down flat, it would have killed the soldiers on the outside. But it says that they went straight before them into the city and took the city. Praise God. So God just, I don't know, probably had a bunch of angels get on top of the wall, have a Holy Ghost service. <laughs> what I mean by that, they probably just got on the wall and started jumping. <laughs> I made that up, but could be, you know. Praise God forever. Hallelujah. All I know is God can do anything. I was just hearing that we have uh, 100 to 400 billion stars in our galaxy. I guess it's hard to count. I mean, if you were counting... God told Abraham, look up at the stars. Look up there. Look up there. You know, he's in the desert. You know, you're in the desert, and there's no, it's not like the lights of the city are shining over there. He can see stars. Lots of them. He can't count them. He said, that's the number of your seed. That's the way your seed's going to be. You know, you're part of Abraham's seed. Praise the Lord. So God can do some things, obviously, that we can't do. Many times he needs our faith and our participation and our working with God. Praise God. But all they did to get the walls of Jericho down was march around the walls for seven days. Just march around the walls. And God told them not to say anything Told them not to talk because he didn't want them to start start negative talk among themselves like, what are we doing? 
while we're here. Uh, so what's this all about? We're walking around the city, just walking around the city every day. Seventh day, seven times around the city. Oh, like extra exercise today. On the seventh time, they just shouted with a great shout. And while they were shouting, so people wonder about shouting. It's like, it's all through the Bible, but you know, some churches don't do that. But we need to do it more. Hallelujah. So while they were shouting, and they didn't just shout at the house, they're shouting out and open and right there in front of their enemies, they're inside those walls, and those walls were so thick, they built houses on the walls, remember? They built the houses were in the wall. And so while they were shouting, God pushed the wall down. So you really don't know everything God's doing while you're shouting. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But he's doing something. He's not just wasting your shout. (laughs) Glory to God. I said glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If nothing else happened but God's presence came and you, you experienced the presence of God, that would, be, that would be wonderfully enough. But God usually is doing something besides, is showing himself in, your, in, in revealing his presence. His presence is powerful and usually it's doing something else. Praise God forever. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. I believe he's doing something right now. Anybody believe God's doing something right now? (laughs) Right now he's doing something. Hallelujah. God is not into vacations. I mean, he doesn't even sleep. He don't need to sleep. You need to sleep. He doesn't need to sleep. He doesn't slumber nor sleep. So he's awake when you're awake, but he's awake when you're asleep. He's watching over you. Hallelujah. All right, so verse 20, it says, and the beasts of the field shall honor me. So the beasts of the field will honor God. Dragons and owls. I haven't studied dragons for those of you that like to do that kind of stuff. Figure that out. Sometimes people spend a lot of time on little things. Praise the Lord. But it's one thing. And owls, because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to to give drink to my people, my chosen So God is taking care of his people, but the animals even honor God. (laughs) So if animals honor God, (laughs) the birds are singing. They're singing and praise to God. Hallelujah. That's why it sounds good. 
The animals are going to be released from this world and the curses on this earth. And the lion and the lamb are going to lay down together. Praise the Lord. Whew! Praise God. But Daniel already laid down with the lions. And they thought they would tear him to pieces before he hit the ground. But God, I said, but God. Oh, Daniel, live forever. <laughs> Glory to God. Look what the Lord did. They were throwing him in there. And the, the king was really tricked in order to, uh, for him to eat, made an oath, and he had to carry it out according to law. That wasn't a good law at that time. But he threw, they threw Daniel in, and the lions didn't eat him. And they're hungry lions. They don't throw people in for the lions that had more than they can take. No, they want them hungry, and they throw them in there. Praise God, but God. Somebody say, but God. I mean, say, thank God God had a plan. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, so it says, I give drink to my people, my chosen. He said, this people have I formed for myself. They shall show forth my praise. They shall show forth my praise. Why are they showing forth praise? Because God is God. God is good. Hallelujah to Jesus. And God's taking care of them. And the, in the New Testament, it says that God is you're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. That you should show forth the praises of him that has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So praise is absolutely part of your lifestyle. Or should be. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise should, should come out of your mouth sometime during the day. I mean, you should... Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, Jeremiah 29. Y'all listen so good. It uh, takes me so long. Just kidding. Praise the Lord. All right, we're in Jeremiah 29. Another verse of scripture concerning God's plan. In verse 11, these may be familiar, but we need to look at them again. Praise God. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Woo! Glory. Glory to God. Glory to God. I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. They're thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. 
God said, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. And they're thoughts of peace. Why? Because God is good and he's giving you peace. He's thinking about peace for your life. Hallelujah. If there's turmoil in your life, God wants you to have peace. My peace I leave with you, not as the world gives, but as I give unto you. God's peace. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God and the what peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your heart and your minds. Thank God. Somebody say, thank God. Thank God. Thank God for his peace. Hallelujah. I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord. They're thoughts of peace and not evil to give you an expected end. An expected end. God wants you to expect something good. He's going to do a new thing. God wants you to expect something good. Something good is going to happen to you today. Something good is going to happen to you tomorrow. Something good is going to happen to you the next day. This week, God is going to do something good in your life. Hallelujah. And it may not be something huge or big, but when you get up, you ought to say, thank you, Jesus. I have breath to breathe. I'm a, I can walk today. Hallelujah. I can talk today. I can live today. I can walk today. I can go to work today. I can praise God today. Hallelujah. That would be a lot to say. Because some, some people don't get through the week, but thank God you got through the week. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. I mean, Pastor Andy told me about somebody in not far from his house that uh, they were just going to, they were afraid at their house because somebody was threatening them, and so they were left their house. And then they came back to get something from the house, and the neighbor shot and killed the husband right in front of his wife and shot her and children. I mean, it's just... How many can thank God you're alive today? Hallelujah. Thank God. There was no reason, no sense to it, nothing. It's just craziness. The devil, he came to steal, kill, and destroy. But thank God we're here today. Thank God we're here today. Hallelujah to Jesus. So some things we just kind of just forget. Just thank God for life. Thank God for life. Praise God. We're learning, aren't we? But then God does some special things. And he said, I'm going to do a new thing. And it's going to spring forth and you're going to know it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo! Then shall you call upon me and shall go and pray unto me and I will hearken to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you shall seek me and 
Find me when you search for me with all your heart. You're going to find me. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be open. Ask and you shall receive. He said you're going to find him. Hallelujah. It's not like he's lost, but, you know, when you seek him, draw near to God, he draws near to you and you find, you find God in your life, in your situation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you search for me with all your heart, amplifies your thought. I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2. Hallelujah. The whole chapter is wonderful. Be a good read for you. The book, it's a good read. But we're just going to take one verse. Verse 10. For we are his workmanship. Praise God forever. We are the workmanship of God, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Now, in context, he says that by grace you are saved through faith, that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. So we don't work to get saved we get saved by faith, by grace. Somebody say, by grace and faith. By grace you're saved through faith, that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast, for we are his workmanship. So in other words, God created you in Christ Jesus. We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. So God was doing more than working on Christ in the death, burial, and resurrection. He was really working on us. I mean, it's not like Christ needed to go through all that. But we needed him to go through it so that God could create a new creation. All right, so for we are his workmanship and we are what? Created in Christ Jesus unto good works. So we don't work to get saved, but we are created in Christ Jesus unto good works. So God created you for good works, for good things, to do good. And you're created in Christ Jesus with a gift or gifts or talents or abilities that God has given to each of us. Sometimes we don't think we don't, we don't have, we don't have. We don't, well, what about what you do have? When we compare ourselves with others, we're not wise, the scripture says. Praise God. So don't look at them and say, well, I can't do what they do. You're not them. And they're not you. But they can't do what you can do. I mean, generally speaking. I mean, some people are multi-talented, I understand. But you understand, but God gifts people differently and you have graces and gifts on you and in you and God created you that way. You're the workmanship of God created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has before ordained that you should walk in them. So God has a plan. 
Amplified says, for we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined. God predestined you to do good works. Then Amplified says, you were born anew that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand. God had a plan. Somebody say, God's got a plan. He planned beforehand for us taking paths which he prepared ahead of time. (laughs) Taking paths which God prepared ahead of time. He prepared it before you got there. Praise the Lord. Taking paths which he prepared ahead of time. I'll give you a little example of this church. We've been renting space for eight, ten years, twelve. Uh, don't remember exact number of years, but we're in renting space, rental space, lease space. And we bought some land out here. Took a while to get some land, then took a while to get the building. But we bought this piece of property. There was nothing out here. I will say there was one thing out here. That house. That house right there. It was here. And by the way, it's still here. We'd like to buy it. <laughs> All right, so anyway, there was nothing else out here. We bought this land. There was no sewer line. There was no water line. This is dirt roads. It's desert. You know, a few little, you know how the desert is. A few little houses spotted here and there. All right, so, but we were, we were on the edge of what's moving forward as far as building and so forth. But there's no water line. There's no sewer line. There's no gas line. None of that's out there. There's no electrical line. Yeah, he, you know, he had to have electricity, so there's poles out there. I think they still have the poles out there. <laughs> so, so there's nothing here. We couldn't pull off that. But here we are with dirt. Nobody around us, hardly. Well, they built the school right around the corner which meant they had to pave right in front of us. Now, we had to pave as well, but we got a, we got a street, actually, to the corner. So now we're connected to Cheyenne with pavement. All right, so they built a school. They did the pavement. Painted desert wasn't there, but they developed painted desert. And that's a call that something good's going to happen in some, somebody's life. All right, so there's painted desert developing, so they pulled the gas, the water, the sewer, the electrical, straight down Buffalo to painted desert. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, if you know anything about cost, that's huge. If we'd have had to do all that to get it to us, that would have cost more than the, uh, the building probably. <laughs> I mean, that's huge. So God did it. And he did, he did it for them, but he did it for us. <laughs> he did that taking paths which he prepared ahead of time. Well, I didn't know the plan. I didn't know what was all going on and what was going to happen, but I knew a little bit, but I didn't know everything, but I, praise God, we bought the land and God made it happen. Hallelujah. Taking paths which he prepared ahead of time that we should walk, in this case, drive on them, that we should walk in them Living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Now, we could read that verse of scripture 10 times. I mean, it's just so full, isn't it? So I'm going to read it one more time. Read it all together. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, or recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God has predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time, and that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. He did it then, and he can do it now. I said he did it then and he can do it now. I said he did it then, he can do it now. He did it for you one time, he can do it for you twice. He did it for you two times, he can do it for you ten. In other words, what you can't do, you just have to trust in him and believe him to do. You can't do on your own. God does something beyond what you could do. He makes things happen for you. God's got a plan and his plan is good because he is good and Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variableness, no shadow of turning. God is good. And when the devil gets in there somehow and it seems like your plan was just totally demolished, everything, it looked like you're not going to be able to do what God has planned for you to do. God still has a plan. And if you will take his hand and let him guide you from here and, and get you to there, hallelujah, wherever that may be, God has a plan to take you, pick you up, put you back together. He has a way of healing and restoring and making things right, hallelujah, making you able, giving you the ability, giving you the faith and the power and the confidence and the assurance that God has you in his hand. He said, I got you in my hand. You're in the palm of my hand. You're engraved in the palm of my hands. I didn't make it up. The Bible says. All right, so it's in the word of God. God is holding you. Hallelujah. He's holding you when you don't know what 
What is holding you? I mean, in the natural, everything looks like it's gone. But God, hallelujah, there is a power in God to restore, to give hope again, and to give faith and confidence again that you can fulfill your destiny because God has a destiny. He has a plan, and he never says, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to do now? He says, I got a plan. Hallelujah. I got a plan. I mean, if Adam fell when God put man here to, I mean, to live life and to do good for the rest of eternity. God created man to not die, but to live. But Adam fell and God said, I got a plan because God knows the beginning from the end. He knows all in between. He knows everything. He knows it all because he's God. He is all knowing and he knows everything, anything that you might go through. He knows it all. You say, what happened there? Well, he knew, but God still has a plan. He didn't plan that. The devil got in somehow he, because he came to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I'm come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. So God didn't plan for you to be destroyed. God planned for you to be strong and to be healed and be restored. If whatever happened in your life, God is still on the throne. And he's on the throne right now. And he's still God. And he's still good and everything in your future God is going to help you to get to your destiny hallelujah you're going to fulfill the plan of God he has for your life you're going to finish your course hallelujah somebody shout in here for a moment hallelujah why because God has a plan